Thank you for listening to the Yes, We Can Travel podcast. My name is Chris Thomas, the owner of Yes, We Can Travel. Today's podcast is going to be brief. Talk a little bit about air, air travel over the Thanksgiving holidays. Uh, air travel uh, arrival times in, improved over the Thanksgiving holiday from last year, from 2020 um, to um, the data from, according to OAG, Nearly 18,400 flights arrived on time within 15 minutes of their scheduled time. Among the major U.S. carriers on November 22nd, the two airlines, Delta Airlines, 91.5% and United Airlines, 90.5%, they achieved over the 90% on time performance across their domestic networks should be applauded. Alaska Airlines, Hawaii Airlines also saw improvements over last year on time performance of 89, uh, 89.4% and 89.3% respectively. Meanwhile, the fifth ranked Southwest Airlines reported a dip from 885 to 86.9%. So Southwest Airlines uh, regressed some. American Airlines, 84.4% and Allegiant Airlines, 84.2%. Frontier Airlines, 76.2%. Breeze Airlines, 62.3%. All of them saw improvements from last, from to the 2022 uh, numbers. Um, Spirit Airlines, 61.7%, going in the wrong direction. Spirit Airlines, uh, regress on their own time arrival for th- their Thanksgiving uh, holiday travel period. Airlines has been the key, um, has been key on um, flight pricing. Uh, I did a podcast. I talked a little bit, posted some on my social media about the trends for domestic uh, travel. We are seeing um, domestic airline ticket price start to go down on um, domestic air. Um, they're still elevated. They still elevated, um, across the board, but you're starting to see that trend line, um, take down some as far as it re, re, uh, applies to domestic, uh, flights. Um, Spirit Airlines, domestic, uh, flights, um, you can get some great, some great travel opportunities as far as pricing. Um, I have done a podcast. I talked a little bit about, um, pricing with discount airlines versus, um, your major airlines. It all depends on the, uh, consumer, um, the price point, uh, what they're willing to pay. If they're willing to give up some of the amenities, uh, for a cheaper ticket, are they willing to be inconvenienced some um, for a lower price? As we mentioned, um, just from this Thanksgiving uh, holiday travel period, um, Spirit Airlines had an on-time percentage of 61.7% versus comparable to United Airlines and Delta, which had um, 90, um, 90, 91 0.5% for Delta and 90.5% for um, United Airlines. So, I mean, it's, uh, I have clients that's 
either way, I have clients that would not fly Spirit, would not fly this kind of airlines. I have uh, clients, they want the lowest price ticket. They want to, they realize that ticket price, especially uh, with all inclusive vacations and traveling to the Caribbean, they realize that ticket price is what makes up the majority of their travel expense as far as um, the all inclusive vacation location. So a lot of my clients, some of my clients, not a lot. Um, I have some clients that do not mind flying this kind of airlines. Matter of fact, they want me to, um, search the this kind of airlines. Now for my packages that I, um, post on Facebook and, and social media, uh, none of those packages have this kind, this kind of airlines. Me as a travel advisor, I think I've said it before. I'd rather not deal with the, um, uh, the things that come with this kind of airlines because then the client is going to transfer that onto the travel advisor as we had something to do with it or, or we should have known. So I'd rather specifically have a client request and I will, you know, follow through with my client request, but I will go ahead and give them the disclaimer that this sometimes is as your parents used to say or the saying out there, sometimes you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not personally not a fan of um, discount airlines. I think I gave a talk and talked a little bit about my experience with what is a Vigilo air flying out of Raleigh Durham to Orlando. Um, actually, that flight, that destination has been canceled. It's going to be, I think it's been canceled. Um, but that was an all right experience for me. That was my first time ever flying on a discounted airline. And, uh, it was a, a, it was an okay experience. So, um, to each their own. But, uh, I just wanted to come and give you the numbers and, and let you know that air travel is trending down as far as, um, pricing. So now it's particular now during this, uh, holiday sale week, like Friday, Cyber, um, Monday, um, a lot of those sales are still ongoing. Um, many of the airlines had Black Friday deals that still carried is carried over this week. So if you listen to this podcast, you still have time to check, go to some of the airline websites and check and see what are the Black Friday specials that they are offering. What are the holiday specials they are offering? And some of it was not um, just ticket pricing. Some specials out there was uh, discount on on um. Check bags, you know, those type fees add to your overall travel costs. So some airlines was having discount Black Friday um, sales for uh, check bags. I think JetBlue was one of them that I, I saw that was doing a, a, a special for as far as it relates to uh, check luggage, your check baggage. Um, so that's what I really wanted to um, come on. On this podcast, talk to you a little bit about airline pricing and to encourage you, if you have not, is to um, check the airlines. If you have a 2024 trip plan, check the airlines today over the weekend and see what the pricing is looking like for your ticket. The ticket may have um, came down since you last checked it. So uh, especially on your domestic travel, if you're traveling Miami or any other major uh, um, 
uh, vacation destinations, go ahead and check your uh, airline ticket pricing. And it may be some holiday discount savings that you can um, that will apply to you that will help you as it relates to um, travel. The past couple of podcasts, we also talked about been talking about giving you a little insight of the travel industry and what travel advisors um, do and just some of the background information. I think that helps um, consumers, help uh, clients understand uh, travel advisors and what we do and the services that we provide and how to, and how we are in place to help you um, with your travel and to sit there and and to create a travel opportunity for you and your family. Um, two weeks ago, I think the podcast, we I gave you an insight and talked about fees. Many travel advisors have started charging um, fees for um, the services that they offer. And how my opinion, my, what my opinion was of that, and I have I really have um no problem with travel advisors um, charging fees. I spoke to you about the data that shows that the benefits of travel advisor charging fees and how their overall business um, picks up the, um, compared to those that charge fees and don't. And I still don't charge fees. The data is out there. I still don't charge uh, a fee for my my services. Um, then the next week, we, I gave you a little insight about commissions and how the commission structure works, uh, as it relates to with travel advisors and what some of the commission ranges are for travel advisors and how we are, are paid. We are strictly a commission, um, based business. So we get paid on our work. Uh, I informed and educated and let many of you know that travel advisors, we don't get paid as soon as we book your trip. We get paid after your trip has been taken. So it can go, I can book a trip and the trip might not be for another year. I have pending commissions on the books. But as a whole host of things also happens in the meantime, um, trips get canceled, um, people bike out. So uh, it's one of those industries that you have to really uh, it takes a while for those that may be interested in, in, in the industry. I make no I make no allusions to it. It's, it's work. Uh, you have to build your business. Um, the first couple of years, you're really not going to probably see uh, any real uh, commissions. But then you have to start once you build that you have to start thinking strategically and start building and start having clients that's traveling every um every month of the year so you continuously have a a commission check coming in some months larger um some months lower but you at least have a commission check coming in from the business that you built and the fact that you have clients traveling every month of the taking a trip so you know every month you have a check um coming in as far as as commission um so this week i for a couple of minutes i want to talk to you a little bit about um inventory and the comparison um comparison of travel advisors inventory what we have access to as far as booking 
um, clients to the destinations that they want, to the resorts they want and desire. And compared to um, Booking.com and Expedia, and I named those two because give you a little education. Those two, I think I posted in my Facebook um, post, those two trap companies own basically all the other travel platforms that you utilize online as a consumer facing platform. So, um, Virgo, um, Travelocity, um, Cheap Flights, uh, Kayak, all those are owned either by Booking.com or, or, or the Expedia Group. Um, I can't get, uh, financial information. I'm not a licensed advisor, but, uh, Expedia Group and, um, might be someone that, you know, that is probably good having your portfolio. Um, I think Blackstone, um, the major player in the, uh, financial services sector, investment sector, um, they invest heavily into, um, the Speedia group. So, um, it is a multi-billion dollar, uh, industry company. So, um, they're speaking upon that. So, me as getting back on subject, me as a travel advisor, uh, we don't compete. I don't compete with Expedia or Booking.com. I have a niche. I realize my lane. My lane is to provide an intimate service to my clients, to curate trips for my clients, to provide a personalized touch that you don't get from Expedia, you don't get from Booking.com to clients that wants to travel to on all-inclusive vacations to the Caribbean um, and on cruises. That's my primary niche. I have also transitioned and started booking a lot of Europe. So those are my niches. That's my lane. But the people that I'm out there and the people that I, I'm, I'm seeking is people that has a value, that values their time and want to utilize the expertise of a travel advisor to help plan their vacations, to take some of the guesswork and the time that's involved with that out of it. It just free. I hand it over to me and allow me to curate and put together a travel package based on your wants, your needs, and your desire in a particular vacation package. Now, as far as inventory, um, we have a travel advisor have access to anything online, anything that you can book through Expedia, uh, anything that you can book through booking.com, your travel advisor have access to and can also book. In many cases, if you actually compare pricing, in many cases, at a lower price. Not always, but many cases, a travel advisor can book uh, at the at a lower price, if not at least at the same price. Travel advisors have access to book Expedia. We travel advisors can book um, Expedia properties directly with Expedia and receive a commission on those bookings. So it's a win-win. If you just a Expedia fan and you like Expedia, 
you can still utilize your travel advisor. They can book the property. Now, your travel advisor may sit down with you and it may be an educational moment where they sit down with you and say, look, we can put together the same trip through our supplier and we can uh, you'll have more on board, uh, more credits, more amenities in some cases, not always. And the travel advisor can get a higher commission by booking with their suppliers than Expedia. Expedia does pay a commission, but the Expedia commissions typically are a whole lot lower than what a travel advisor can make with um, some of their other suppliers. So, like, I haven't booked a trip yet with Expedia. I'm, I can book with Expedia. If it's something, if Expedia has a property or something that I just can't get from my other suppliers or sources, then I can utilize Expedia and, you know, make my client trip a go with Expedia because I have access to that inventory. So those of you that's booking Expedia, uh, Give your local travel advisor the opportunity to put together a trip that helps your local community. It puts dollars into a local business um, owner's um, bank account by allowing them the opportunity to book a trip that you're going to take anyway. And they have the, the resources and can do it. So let's say you have, a, you come and, and you have a trip that you've seen on Expedia and your client and you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to Chris and I'm going to allow my travel advisor the opportunity, um, to earn my business. So I'm going to allow them the opportunity to book this trip for me. And let's say they book the trip and it comes back a little higher than what the cost was on Expedia. Then you can just, just wear communication, you know, tell your travel advisor, um, this trip is a little lower on Expedia. Um, a lot of times he can price match. Now, a good travel advisor already know what the Expedia price is. I actually look and, and, um, with bookings and that's one of the things that I do, um, for is to look on trips that I'm putting out and looking at the pricing as far as Expedia. A lot of times, some things is not apples to apples. That's a whole nother podcast. You have to, uh, you have to, uh, compare travel opportunities apples to apples. The destination may be the same. It may be the same resort. It may be, uh, but it may, the flight may be different. The room category may be different. The, uh, uh, the airline may be different or the time of the flight. The time of the flight may be different. So in order to get a real comparison, all those components have to be alike. Then you can have a, a idea. Uh, you can see what the trip versus the, uh, another supplier um, cost is because now you're comparing apples to apples. And now the travel advisor can go and ask their supplier to um, price match. Um, travel advisor has the opportunity to, um, price match. Many of my clients, I don't run into that. When I started off in the industry, I had that a lot. A lot of my clients now are my sandals type clients. They don't even, they don't shop around. My, my, a lot of my sandals clients and beaches clients to my higher end clients, they value their time and they utilizing me for the purpose of saving them time and being able to create a trip they come to me like i have a client now he's ready to book sandals but the flight is not out 
The price is not the issue. He's just ready to book and secure his vacation and start making um, payments. He's not shopping around and looking and for sound of prices. He realized that I'm going to do my due diligence and going to give him the best price that I can and the best value for his vacation that I can. Also taking a lot of the time and lay work that it entails to research and and take care of the nuances of booking travel to make sure everything is right. He just calls me up and I books the sandals um vacation um for him no problem. And that's just something that is 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 done. That's the expectation that uh he has. So he's hitting me up because the airline pricing is not out. I'm telling him, look, I'll, I'll, he's like, I'm ready to give you this money, but the I'm telling him, the airline price is not out. Let me put the package together with the uh, uh with the airline package so that we can all be done. So in a couple of weeks, I'll have that out to him and he'll go ahead and secure. And that's it. That's my, those, my, and typically that's my sandals. It's a different demographic and their mindset, not knocking my other clients, but they just where they at as far as time and, and the value of the time. They's not calling me up and having me to plan trips for them. They also researching trips and, 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 and then come and bite with me with what they found, what they researched. No, they call me up, put the trip together, send it to them. They make their deposit and that's it. So I, I really wanted to just give you a little insight as far as that component. I thought it was very important that you have an understanding of inventory that your travel advisors have the same inventory, access to the same travel opportunities that you can find online. And many cases, in many cases, more, a whole lot more than you can find online. 